Welcome to the Authority of Love. My name is Greg Williams, and thank you for joining us here on the broadcast. Or if you're listening on the podcast, thank you for that as well. Please share it. Help others to hear of our message, and more importantly, to hear of the Lord. I pray that this Names of God series is causing you to desire to know God more and draw closer to Him as we realize the magnificence of His name and names and all that those names carry and reveal to us. Creator, Provider, Healer, Compassionate, Faithful, Jealous, and on and on. And we're just getting started as this is day seven with many more programs names to come. Now, if you are listening on broadcast, you're listening to WJMM 99.1 FM, Central Kentucky Christian Radio. You can also listen at WJMM.com, the podcast tab near the upper right, and click on the Love and Lordship links for today's and the previous two days' messages. You can go to loveandlordship.com and find many more videos, podcasts, and articles uh, in line with all of this and the, the authority of love, the Love and Lordship message. So thank you for that. You can also contact me at loveandlordship at gmail.com. Love and A-N-D, spell it, put it all together, loveandlordship at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you if you have questions or concerns or disagree or any of that. I'd love to hear from you. I can handle it. I'm a big boy, okay? <laughs> um, now, if you're, if you're just joining us today, remember, you can go back and listen at the websites I just shared at wjmm.com and loveandlordship.com. Also, our prayer and desire in this series is that we learn to know and love God more fully. And in so doing, we are fulfilling the priority and greatest, the first command, Jesus said. It's the one on which all the others rest. If we're, don't, if we're not doing the first one, we're, we're incapable of doing the second one. And therefore, we can't fulfill all the law and the prophets. But if we are, then we're on the right foundation and we're growing and maturing where we should first and foremost. And we fail to disciple people that in so many of our churches today. We just assume that they're saved and they come and hear a message and they serve a little bit, that they really love God. But folks, get to know Him. And just like you would anybody else, spend the time with Him and you'll see how far we are removed from really having that relationship with Him and loving Him with all our heart, mind, soul, and strength. That's what we desire so that we can then love who we are die to ourselves like Jesus did, give ourselves a way to love others. That's what his kingdom looks like. That's what his church is to look like. Now, today's key scripture text that magnifies God's name is found in Psalm 75.1. We give thanks to you, God. We give thanks for your name is near. People declare your wondrous works. Isn't it interesting how the psalmist and even the Old Testament prophets at times would declare God's name and all the things that they would do in that name or for that name. We ought to pay attention to that. And as I say that, we're going to start with our first name today. We look at a, a strong name that we all need, just as the Israelites needed when he revealed himself to them and to us today as El Tar or El Zur, God our rock. Or it could be said God has redeemed. It's found in Deuteronomy 32, 3 and 4, and Moses' song to God's people as he about to leave them and entrust Joshua to lead them into the promised land. The song of Moses is a powerful song, and it reveals the roller coaster lives of the Israelites as individuals and as a nation. They will ebb and flow greatly in their walk with God and their faithlessness in chasing after idols and false gods. However, 
In verse 4 in this psalm, Moses declares by God's Spirit that God is El Tar, He is the rock, and His ways are perfect and just. Always. Remember yesterday, if you go back and listen to it, God is faithful, the faithful God. Right? Even as His people's faith and ours today often comes and goes, it ebbs and flows, it's strong and then it wanes, He will remain steadfast and will redeem them because as a rock, he never changes. That promise is fulfilled in Christ, our rock and redeemer. In the new covenant, we find it most poignantly in 1 Corinthians 10, 4, where Jesus is explicitly called the rock. Go figure, right? He is God in the flesh. Speaking of his provision to the Israelites themselves, referring back to the old covenant, and encouraging us today, for they were drinking from a spiritual rock which followed them, and the rock was Christ, who we have today as our Savior and Lord and all who believe in him. Again, we find in 1 Peter 2, 6 and 7, that Christ as the rock is the cornerstone of our faith, but a stumbling block to unbelievers. Behold, I am laying in Zion a choice stone, a precious cornerstone. How's that for a rock? And the one who believes in him will not be put to shame. This precious value then is for you who believe, but for unbelievers, a stone which the builders rejected, this became the chief cornerstone. He again is called the rock and cornerstone as that which holds the church together in Ephesians 2, 19 through 22. Look at verse 20 in particular. He is the cornerstone. And then praise the Lord that he is. God the Father is, and God the Son, Jesus Christ, is El Tor, God our rock, or El Zer, from the very beginning and throughout time, and is revealed clearly in Christ as the rock, the cornerstone of our lives and of his church. And he is our Redeemer. Look at Ephesians 1, 7 and 18 through 23 to reinforce that concept of him as our Redeemer. Our second name and as we go into this, I pray that you are drawing close, closer to God the Father, Son, and Spirit as we explore and study these names and reveal all that He is to us. I have to believe that the Lord is doing this in and through all of us so I know lives are being changed. It's, it's not because of me. It's because of Him, His Word, His name, who He is. We just have to be faithful to share it and live it. Now, I'm going, to, I'm going to set this up a little bit because it's going to carry us over into tomorrow. The next three names, of which we'll only do two, have time for two today, come from Deuteronomy 33, following right after that song of Moses in Deuteronomy 32 that I just talked about. The first name is El-Kadern, God from the beginning, which echoes his name Jehovah Olam, our everlasting and eternal God, which we had last week. He already existed from the beginning as we understand time, but he has no beginning and no end. In Deuteronomy 33, 27, Moses is in the midst of blessing the tribes of Israel, and he closes the blessings by addressing El Kadern, Jehovah Olam, as the everlasting, eternal God, God from the beginning. We don't ever have to fear that God is not with us and not for us, nor will he ever fail in producing all his blessings from the very beginning and always. As we enter into the season of holy days, now in Lent and on up to Good Friday and Resurrection Sunday and the Passion Week, 
We see this same concept and transition for us in Christ as God and God in Christ. In Isaiah 9-6, the great messianic prophecy about Christ, and he is one of the names. That name is Everlasting Father from the beginning, the Holy, the Eternal One. How profound and comforting is that as, we, as the Word puts it together for us. He's not claiming that Christ take the role of Father here, but is describing the same divine attributes and nature of God in Christ and His role as Son because He is God. And He left all of glory to become in, in, as a, a man to become our Savior and Lord. A divine mystery. I can't fully comprehend, but I trust it just the same in His Word and in all things. In the transition to and fulfillment of the new covenant, Christ is given that same name and attribute in numerous places. As we observed in a recent blog that I do on my, on my uh, Facebook page, the names are in my newsletter. You can find it at loveandlordship.com. Look for Names of God Part 3. That's where you'll find it on, on our website. Loveandlordship.com forward slash blog forward slash Names of God Part 3, PT3. Just search for that. We can clearly see Christ and His nature of God. He is God from His own lips in John 10.30 and in John 14.9 and 10. He clearly declares Himself as God. And that leads us to our last name in today's program and message. I pray that this name of God will encourage you to get into the battle and stand firm because He is all that we need. Watch closely as God orchestrates in His Word who He is, who he is both to us and for us. Again, this name comes from Deuteronomy 33, 29, some of the last words that Moses spoke to the Israelites before Joshua, he went up into Mount Nebo and disappeared. God buried him, so to speak, and nobody knows except God. And Joshua then led the Israelites into promised land. He says this, in 3329, he is Jehovah Shereb, or Kareb, God our sword, and Jehovah Megan, God our shield. They go together. He's God our sword and shield. As Moses is closing out the blessings of God on all the tribes of Israel, he proclaims by the Holy Spirit that God saves them, and he is the shield of your help, and he who is the sword of your majesty. Man, if that doesn't get you fired up, come on. We're in a battle. And we're losing it because we're giving into culture. He's given us everything we need. We're going to see even more of that in Christ here in a moment. How awesome is that? He is all that we need to battle the enemy and defend against all the enemy, the culture, and the world brings against us. Even battling against our own flesh. And as always, how does this name and all that he is translate to the new covenant and to Christ? First of all, we can look and see in Ephesians 6.17 that the sword of the Spirit is the word of God. Well, yeah, we know that's the Bible, right? Well, let's go a little further. Just who is the Word or Sword of God? See John 1, 1, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And in verse 14, And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us as from the Heavenly Father, full of grace and truth. Jesus. In that same chapter, uh, we, are, we are told in, in Ephesians 6, I should say, back to Ephesians 6, that chapter in verse 16, we are told to take up the shield of faith to stand against all the schemes of our enemy, Satan. 
You see, John 1, 1 and 14 tells us very plainly that Christ is the Word become flesh. So therefore, He is the sword. God, our sword, is His Word, living in Christ and written in His Holy Word, the Bible. Don't miss that. In the Ephesians 6 passage, verses 10 through 18, the whole gospel armor and closes by saying, pray for all the saints at all times in the Spirit. We find that all of these items in God's armor are found in Christ. See verse 10. As we stand strong in Him and intentionally put them on every day. Just as God the Father is our sword and shield, so is Christ as our Savior and Lord and as God in the flesh. He is our strength and protection. How are you daily standing in and putting on His protection and wielding His sword of truth, the Word of God, Christ in you and in the, in the Bible? How are you doing that in grace and love? Food for thought. Here's the names again. Wrapping up, pull them together. God is El Tor or El Zur is our rock and redeemer, and we can always count on him no matter what. We also know this because he is and always has been El Kedern, God from the very beginning, even before, with no time or limitations, and he is, our, he is eternal and never changes. He is also Jehovah Chareb, Chareb, God our sword, and Jehovah Magan, God our shield, in which we find both protection and truth to cover and guide us and to go forth into battle in his word, in Christ and in the Bible. That's a God we can always depend on, and I pray that you know him. Here's our action items. Number one, read the scriptures in the message and ask the Holy Spirit to teach you. Number two, write down what each of these names of God means to you. Number three, which of these names has had the most significant impact in your life and why? Number four, find at least one other person to share what the names of God in today's programs, or at least the most significant one to you, what it means to you. Join us again tomorrow and invite others to do so. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for your prayers. Thanks always to the Lord. Make it a great day and God bless in Christ. I'm Greg Williams, and you're listening to The Authority of Love.